Hi, and welcome to Going Within is the new Going Out. It's your mindset coach, Carol Ann Reed here, and together in this podcast, we're going to be tuning out from the outside world and deep diving within. Because after all, that's where the magic happens. In today's episode, we're going to be looking to see if you are in fact a closet light worker. I'm going to be sharing with you some signs that may indicate that you are in fact a light worker and you may have not even known it this whole time. And the reason that this one has kind of, it's going to birth from my heart. <laughs> the reason being is I see this day in, day out. When I work with people, they feel a certain way. They have this calling within them. They feel like they have this mission. They can pick up on other people's senses. And to the rational brain, a lot of the time it makes them either sound a little bit odd, a bit different, a little bit crazy. And it can make them feel that way too. Especially when we grow up in this very conditioned world that we've got to act a certain way, be a certain way to achieve success. It can be woo-woo. But I'm here to share that this is a gift. If you resonate with what we're about to deep dive into, my gosh, this is your permission slip to celebrate this, to run with this, and actually learn how to embrace and embody this gift. So light workers are uniquely gifted. They're very powerful individuals who have the capacity to change the world in fundamental ways. I know, bold statement, but for me, I believe that the signs of being a light worker are actually really clear to see. So light workers vibrate on a really naturally high frequency. They're able to read others with ease. They have what feels like a real deep life's purpose that goes beyond personal growth. It almost feels like there is a soul purpose is what a lot of them refer to. But what does being a light worker mean for things like your relationships, your career? And how can you tell whether you have the major sort of light worker characteristics and how can you ultimately use this information to work out your life path, your soul's purpose, and even if you should pursue it. You may be listening to this already identifying yourself as a light worker. So let's start by taking a closer look at answering this following question. What does it mean to be a light worker? So light workers tend to feel that they have a, a burning reason that that they're here. This might even feel like a global mission. So it feels like there's almost something bigger than them that they're here to do, to achieve. It might be a message for them to get out there, a transformation that they are here to help support others with, but it feels big. So in addition to them sort of fulfilling their own fulfillment in life, they have a mission to help other people or even the world more broadly. Now I know this sounds very big, doesn't it? But lightworkers typically feel a very strong and consistent urge to use their resources to assist others. And they're actually great at doing so. And this might be their own unique personal gift. This might be physical touch. It might be through healing, spoken words. They may hold conferences. They may write. They may write music. They may... There's a million different ways in which lightworkers can really use and express 
their own unique gifts. And we're going to sort of no doubt unfold some of these as we go. And this is what I help a lot of light workers to do. I find a lot of people come to me because they feel stuck. This is how we identify it logically and consciously. I feel stuck. I feel like I'm at a crossroads in life. I feel like I've outgrown where I am or who I am. I just feel like there's more within me ready to burst out, but I don't know what that looks like. I'm I'm scared. I don't know how to even begin to put things in place. It can feel overwhelming if you don't know why this is happening. So I really hope that if you do begin to identify with this, like I said before, you celebrate this, maybe make some notes as you're listening to this and definitely let me know your thoughts as well. So going back to being a kid, light workers are often like the default advice giver for their group of friends and their confidant. You like the agony ants in the group. Those ones tend to be the light workers. And this is usually obvious from a very young age. They're often recognized as unusually perspective and very loving beings, even from a really, really early age. Light workers tend to have a high sense of empathy. This allows them to pick up on subtle changes in moods and feelings around them and in their environment. This can be incredibly useful. This particular skill can also be very overwhelming for a light worker. They may struggle sometimes to differentiate between their own emotions and those of other people's. If they go to work in an office and the person three desks away from them is having a really tough time at home, they can almost sense before they even speak to that person that there is an air about them, that something is just off, that someone may need some support and it's like a fuzzing feeling within them that they need to ask to see if there's anything that they can do to support. The sensitivity of light workers means that they really need to be aware of the potential burnout though. Because as great and as wonderful as this can sound, you often feel like Mary Poppins and people want to come to talk to you and you're like, very good mother. It feels amazing. Can't lie, it does feel amazing. But if your phone is a constant helpline, if you're the agony ant in work, if you are the one who your family goes to at any given problem and there, if you don't know how to protect yourself, that is a bit of a, a fast trip to burnout. So protecting your energy is really, really important. Another couple of sort of typical things that I hear from people that are light workers, and I've experienced myself, is you get told that you light up a room when you walk into it. You have a calming way that rubs off on people. You empower or inspire others to do good and they feel good about themselves after being in your presence. You are drawn to careers that help other people that help animals, plants, the environment, the planet. You're an empath. You can sense and feel others' pain and joy. And you take the lessons that you've experienced in your life. And from that, you feel called to support others having been in the trenches yourself. This has literally led me to where I am today. That journey of that awakening and recognizing that I'm a light worker 
and sort of connecting those dots back from giving the talks that I have, from the book collaborations that I've done, from the kind of therapy work that I find myself doing now and the kinds of people that I'm working with, my job, I see I'm activating other people's lives and helping them grow and awaken from very similar places that I've been myself. So that tends to be something as well for light workers. So I invite you to consider, is this something that maybe you've already done in your life? Have you been through something tough? Have you been in the trenches and helped others? Or do you feel called to do so? Do you feel like it isn't just a coincidence that you've been through what you've been through, that actually the learnings that you can take from that, you feel others could benefit from it too? So some of the typical signs. So light workers tend to be healers and some go into the more physical healing side where they help with ailments, they utilize using their hands, physical touch, that kind of thing. But there are many different ways in which you can aid and work with healing. Light workers trust in spiritual practices. They tend to be drawn to practices that support and strengthen their connection to themselves and to source, to the universe, to whatever they connect with. They're often drawn to crystals and journaling and meditation, but they honour practices because that's when they feel most, most connected with themselves, most in their truest self. Lightworkers are natural manifestors. So this really is quite a significant one when it comes to being a lightworker. It's almost like an unusual level of competence <laughs> when it comes to manifesting. A lot almost feel quite blown away by it once they really recognise that they have this ability to, they may go, well, I just have to think about this person and they ring or I just have to hope or believe that there's going to be a parking space outside the train station when I'm running late and it's like magic and they tend to be really sort of blown away with their ability to manifest. If you are a light worker you'll no doubt find that you just naturally pick up techniques such as creative visualization so you may visualize things panning out in a certain way and it just happens. Positive thinking that you are an optimist, that the glass is half full, that keeps your vibration high, and you quickly manifest things that you wish to appear in your life. Another thing with light workers is you're always seeking the truth or a deeper meaning. And this can be about anything. This can be life in general, or it may be very circumstantial. Light workers don't tend to feel satisfied with like superficial or basic explanations. They're always looking for a step further than the average individual that maybe just asks why, and then they're given an explanation and they will just take that on and move forward. They know enough information, okay. Whereas it might even be in conversations, light workers want to understand and the meanings behind things. I know for me, if I'm at a networking event, for an example, or if I'm sat speaking with someone, if they share a story with me, I'm like, wow, that must have been so, like, I'm like divulge. I want to know more. And there's always more that we could be learning. So you may notice that this particular trait sets you apart from others in conversations. It may give you a greater degree of patience and 
focused because you're actually engaged in who you're speaking with and especially if it's a topic that really lights you up. So this I find really helps with deeper connections with people as well. Another thing is sensitivity. So as we sort of briefly mentioned um, before, that light workers are highly sensitive to the world around them. You'll be able to tell if there is tension between someone and whether that is with someone and somebody else or if what they're saying isn't congruent with what they're feeling. So similarly, you can also pick up quickly on what people want from you. And now this again, I find this an absolute blessing because in the work that I do, someone can say a particular thing, but I can sense that they are feeling conflict about it or their underpinning emotions is actually different to what they're saying. But sometimes, say, myself and my husband are having a conversation about something and he can say, well, I obviously didn't mean it like that because what I meant was this it's actually sometimes a little bit tough and you have to learn to really humanize with this, I find. And I'm like, yes, but I know that that isn't actually what you meant. And we can sometimes find ourselves where he has to then understand that I may be picking up on something on an unconscious level, but I have to really manage that myself because I'm not like, I'm, I'm a wife. When I'm in that, when I'm in that dynamic, I have to really be careful not to slip into what's the deeper meaning and the unpinning emotion underneath this. So it is the biggest blessing, but it's it's almost being aware of how this can also play out in relationships. Let's just say liars cannot get past you. They just, they could swear on people's lives. And I've had this all my life from being a kid. I've had so many people almost say, well, I swear on my life, or I swear on my kid's life, or I swear on this. And I'm like, I can't believe you've just done that because even though I know the words that are coming out of your mouth, they're very convincing and you are so convinced in this as well, I'm not convinced. And then somehow it unfolds that it wasn't the truth. And I'm like, you can't swear like that and it not be true, that's naughty, that's not how the universe works. But as a result of this kind of sensitivity, People do gravitate towards you and they'll find you to be like a real valuable resource in their life. Another thing with lightworkers is you feel close to nature. You really enjoy and feel at peace and recharged when you're in nature. So you tend to gravitate to the sea or the countryside. This is definitely an indication that you have let's say, an inclination towards being a type of light worker, as well as being energized by nature, it's common for light workers to notice that nature also responds to them. For an example, wild animals may approach you. Birds may land near you. Wild animals may, even in their own habitat, somehow edge towards you. And to anyone else, it just doesn't make sense. But to you, you've got this, this almost unspoken trust there. You may also be really particularly good at growing things, plants, remembering to water plants. Now, that did not used to be a strength of mine. And I think that's when I was very much in this, I was in my awakening phase. I was a very messy manifester. I knew that I was a light worker and I've got a 
very, very strong mission here, but I almost felt like I should, I should push that down. I should keep that quiet because what if I don't fit in? So things like watering the plants would just not be at the top of my agenda because I didn't feel connected to my truth. So I didn't feel connected to nurturing and supporting others. Whereas now it's almost like the same as brushing my teeth. There's living organisms in the house. So the same as I feed my kids, I feed the plants. And I also find myself, oh God, I'm really, I'm going to bear all now. Like I asked, my best friend asked me what I wanted for Christmas. And I was like, I'd love a bird feeder. <laughs> Genuinely what I asked for. It was like one of my favourite ever presents. I've got this little bird feeder. The joy, oh, I can feel it in my heart right now. The joy I have when me and the boys go outside and sometimes I sneak outside on my own. <laughs> And we fill up, we fill up this little bird feed because I can see that it's gone down and it means that the birds have got full bellies. It makes me happy, okay? And even after I've made my juices, I'll often throw outside, my husband goes a bit mad about this sometimes, I'll throw outside the like, like the leftover pulp. I'll throw it into the bushes in the back gardens because I'm like, well, the slugs and snails and the worms might eat this. Like, Duh, of course I'm gonna think about the insects outside. So if you find yourself in that land, you're not on your own. It's because you can, you feel that. You feel that there is more than just yourself, your, your children that are living and breathing and eating. And you have a deep respect for the world and the planet. You may feel a deep hurt by any damage or ignorance that people display about nature. You may even feel like an inclination to campaign for the environment. So you have a strong, close connection to nature. <laughs> I've definitely just divulged all of my, um, my, my little traits around um, feeding the worms in the garden. Another typical one for a light worker, you may be a bit of an outcast. There may be undeniable benefits associated with being a light worker. One of the most difficult aspects of this identity, however, I believe, is that we do often feel slight like outcasts. You may have even grown up feeling different and you may have struggled to feel understood by others. And often this is because you have a deep understanding of the universe beyond what a lot of people would even ever consider comprehending on a day-to-day -day basis. And this means that people inevitably know and also understand less than you do. What you find interesting, what you believe, what you wish to talk about or even research or embody may not relate to others very well and vice versa. I know when it comes up to a typical example, when it comes to those TV programs where they all go on holiday and then they all have sex with each other and there's cameras all over the room. I don't even know what it's called. I know you're probably gonna be sat there going, it's called, I've got a toe in my head. I can't even think. So those kind of programs just don't light me up. They just don't light me up. I end up sitting and I end up hearing conversations thinking, well, that's no doubt come from childhood trauma. Or my gosh, that poor, poor person's no doubt gonna go home. Their mental health's gonna be struggling. I just can't see and feel past that. I end up thinking about them and wanting to reach out to them and offer support to them. Just not my cup of tea. So that means that if I meet up with my girls or if there's things on social media, I, I can't, I can't be included in that. 
That's just one little example. And I know for myself growing up, I was, I was different. I used to lock myself in the music room growing up because I just wanted to write lyrics to songs. And I was really into astrology and star signs and I would do star sign readings for kids in class. And, but it was all kind of kept on the down low and it did make me a bit of an outcast. It did make me a bit of a, a loner from time to time. But you know what? If I was to go back in time, I would not change any of it. Wouldn't change a single thing. It might be that you do feel a little bit different, but trust me, there is a tribe of us out there. The more that we stick together, the better. I promise, like, I promise. As a light worker, you feel alive for a, a higher purpose. It's common for light workers to have a strong sense of purpose from a very young age. While it may take you some time to figure out exactly what you're meant to do with your life, it's likely that you'll always be attracted to helping others somehow. You're also willing to devote a significant amount of time and energy to doing so. So you may find that right now, this is where the conflict is. You always knew growing up that there was this feeling that you're here for a purpose, a reason that you have maybe a particular gift you may not have even discovered or allowed yourself the freedom to discover that gift yet. But there's just a spark within you that you can't deny. And the conflict is, is the job that you're doing right now or the relationship that you're in or the friendship circle that you're in just isn't ticking those boxes. It isn't allowing you to spread your wings. That is where I find a lot of people are experiencing their conflict. A light worker's true purpose often involves what you might call heightening the collective consciousness of the world. So you'll feel at your most confident and energized and alive when you are facilitating the growth of other people around you. Now, I remember having a reading done years ago and I've had loads of different ones done then from human design to tarot to when I've done timeline therapy. Just, and this, this thing always comes through around heightening the collective consciousness and helping people to awaken. And my gosh, I remember sitting with my head in my hands and thinking, how the fuck am I ever going to do this? And it sent me into this like, how am I even gonna do this? There's only one of me. This kind of responsibility isn't normal for a single human being. And then when I started to, to really connect with more people that resonate with being a light worker, more lights were lighting and people were, are, are awakening, it's happening. It is happening. It doesn't have to be that you have this megaphone or this huge stage with millions of people or X amount of followers or New York Times best-selling book to impact and raise this higher consciousness of the planet. This happens one person at a time. Now, I was working with a client recently and she was saying that her goal is to impact 10,000 people within the, within the workspace to really help leaders become the best leaders that they can be. 10,000 of them. And she was like, it's just such a big number. But I can't not set that as my goal because I feel so drawn towards it, but it's such a big number. And I was like, okay. And she does, she now does a lot on LinkedIn and Instagram and absolutely smashing it. But back then I was saying to her, okay, I want you to go on and have a look at the impressions that you have on your last 10 videos and reels that you've done on LinkedIn. She's like, okay, 
she has reached thousands of people. Now, if you were to imagine that if you were to start sharing a message, let's just say on a social media platform, as I'm giving this example here, it may be that you get three likes. It may be that a family member goes, what the bloody hell are you doing on there? I don't get this social stuff. And you might feel like no one's listening. It might be that all the stories come up in our minds. If you were to sit down in a room with three people and share that message, and those three people were to then go away and have a slightly altered perception, or choose to do something differently, if one of those three people went away and made a different choice off the back of hearing something that you've shared, that is the beginning of the ripple effect. So when I spoke to my client and she shared the the views and the impressions and the shares, and we're talking a stadium of people have heard her messages. Now, any time that you doubt, how the hell am I gonna do this? You want to be focused on that one person. This has always been my goal from day dot. I want to, my goal is to impact millions of people, to help raise the consciousness, to help other people awaken and live their most fulfilled, aligned lives, abundant lives in the process as well. But hell, I'm gonna focus on that one person because that one person has the power to do the exact same thing. And collectively, this is what I mean by the collective consciousness. So as an example, whether that is through social media or all the big things that I've just shared, it may be through volunteer work. It may be that you start a support group or you even support your best friends. You may spread an important ethical message through campaigning. You may start a well-being, a client started a well-being group in her workplace and then she became the well-being f- facilitator in the workplace. You just don't know what is possible when you step out of your own way and allow this purpose to really shine through you. You'll no doubt have a strong intuition. So we are all intuitive and we can become more so through practice. However, if you are a light worker, your intuitions will be strong and consistent. Now that doesn't mean to say that you're always listening to it, You might be someone that goes, God, I just knew that that was going to happen. Or I'm kicking myself because I had a gut feeling and I didn't listen to it. That's your intuition. Whether you listen to it or not, the awareness of your intuition is vital. And then once you recognize that you have this ability and you nurture it, you respond to it and you trust it, that is when your intuition grows tenfold. And with this, you'll no doubt have noticed that you've had an intuitive guide or nudge within you from a very young age. And maybe even the adults in your life have said, oh, you were unusually wise for your age or very perceptive or an old soul or old before your time, very grown up for your age. If that's anything that you've ever heard, it's likely that that is because you followed the intuition. You didn't just hear what the typical conditioning was. You were very intuitive in how you responded or the way that you thought as an individual from a young age. And your intuition will manifest itself in many different ways, but you'll be especially good at reading other people and understanding their needs, and a lot of the time, without them even having to say it. You'll also naturally know when someone fits with you, like that click, whether that's romantically or platonically. 
and you'll be especially adept for picking up patterns and signs and symbols that point you towards a particular future path. For a lot of light workers, when you start to really recognize this and that intuition speaking and you are you are tuning in to the messages, that feeling within you, you will start to notice how your path begins to unfold. The more that you trust that, the better. Now, we've touched on this one, but I find for a lot of light workers, they have experienced a traumatic past. They've experienced trauma in different ways. And it's almost like they had to go through those things. They had to suffer to obtain those gifts. If you think back to your earliest memories, you may even notice that you face many different forms of trauma and upset and that maybe peace, whether that's in your surroundings or inner, may have been rare. And it really is vital to recognise that these difficulties have helped you to recognise that you have an ability to self-heal. You have the ability to trust that just because what you went through may have deeply impacted you, that you don't have to carry that for the rest of your life. You can be a chain breaker. There is a different way of feeling, of operating, of being. Another light worker trait is you're constantly striving to improve your life. So the life of a light worker is one that's filled with constant striving, I find. No matter what you've achieved, you'll always see the potential for further development. You have like a core need to identify and solve problems and kind of as we've just said, to heal pain no matter how and what that looks like. This is what constantly pushes and guides you to be better in yourself and to help others see how they can grow too. You have a vision in your mind and every day you try to bring the world closer to that vision. And like I've shared with some of these, these are kind of things to be aware of. These are the things that I've personally found in myself and in others. So I wanted to share that there's not, this often comes with a bit of a risk, that the light worker's desire for improvement can tip over into a little bit of perfectionism. And dare I say, the need for control. Because you know that, and I know I've already said this before in a good few podcasts now, I have like, I have like an oath in my soul that I will forever be a student. I will forever be a student for as long as I am ever a teacher. Because for me to be able to teach and guide others, I need to constantly be evolving and growing myself. But says who? There's a lot of people out there that don't have that. <laughs> like, I, I don't know how because it's so built in me. Some people could just do a qualification, boom, they're done for life. They don't need to listen to podcasts or read books or add more strings to their bow. They're, they've got it. Boom. I'm done. Let's rinse and repeat. And that's fantastic for them. Whereas for me, I'm just not, I'm just not made like that. I have found myself slipping into perfectionism before and dare I say excessive control. But if you know that that can be a common pitfall, move forward with that knowing. Recognise in yourself do you have that constant need to, like I said, add more strings to your bow? And if so, is this coming from a place of needing more or is this coming from a place of growth and evolution? 
I now come from a place of growth and evolution. With the odd little sprinkle of perfectionism kind of thrown in there from time to time, but we're human. We are light workers having a human experience. It's it really is that the awareness around this that can massively help and support you with it. I'm going to share with you two more. One, I firmly believe for a lot of light workers, we're an old soul. There's a maturity in light workers that mean that they can radiate this calmness and self-awareness as well as like a deep confidence in their own experiences. So again, early in life, this can make it difficult, I believe, to make friends as there's few people on your level. But as you get older, you'll begin to find your people. You'll begin to be more grateful for those rare connections, your tribe, because you're like, my gosh, you just get it. Do you ever find it that if you do have a conversation with, let's say, a fellow light worker, that just gets it, you come away feeling so lit up, you feel like someone has seen you and validated you. And But just knowing that someone else thinks and sees the world in the same way that you do, oh my gosh. Like I have a handful of people, we call it like soul recharging. <laughs> and when we come together, we put the world to rights, but not in a gossip, bitchy way, so far from it. We put the world to rights in what's wrong with the world and how can we in ourselves protect ourselves, protect our loved ones and where's our piece in this puzzle? And it just feels so good. So if you do feel like you have an old soul, this is definitely, definitely linked to being a light worker. And lastly, as light workers, our goal is self-growth. No matter what kind of life you pursue, as a light worker, you'll always feel a pull to develop in every way that you can. You want to understand your own reactions, so you may be drawn to that self-development, having more healing, going on your own inner journey, and also understanding more around your desires, even when it's uncomfortable. So for an example, you might keep a gratitude journal that you use on a daily basis for self-reflection, or you may regularly, as I've just said, attend therapy. I believe that as light workers, having that confidant, whether that is therapist, coach, having someone there that's an anchor is so powerful. But whatever techniques that you use, the goal is really to get to know yourself in an intimate and honest way. Because if you were to really begin to step into your fullest potential and really start to make those ripple effects that, let's be honest, after this, you know is like active within your DNA right now, you want to have those firm foundations in you. And by having this level of self-awareness and the ability to kind of connect to yourself, you're then out spreading self-awareness and maturity throughout the community. You are leading by example. You are in your light. You are doing your soul's purpose. You are making that ripple effect and impact. I believe that we each have a unique way of doing this. So I would love to know your thoughts on this. If you've just sat there and you're like, oh my gosh, you have just described me, come and join us. Come and join us over in the Facebook group on Instagram. It's Awaken the Warrior Within. That's our free community group. We've also got the Warrior Academy, which is my membership. And that is literally 
full of light workers, full of light workers and what I like to call earth angels. It's just that tribe of like-minded people that are just there to grow and evolve and support each other. So reach out to us, connect with us, Instagram, all of that shebang, you know, the you know the score. And just know that you're not on your own with this. And you've no doubt been divinely guided to listening to this. There's a reason that you're listening to this right now. And for that, I respect you so much. I see you, I feel you, I hear you, and I deeply have so much respect and love for you. So I look forward to catching you on next week's episode. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would be so grateful if you could share this with a friend who you just know would love it too. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe so you'll be the first to know when next week's drops. Sending you all the love and light.